hey guys, this weekend, come see stand-up comedy from yours truly. Um, I'm going to be at Comedy Corner Underground this Friday, July 26th and 27th at 8 p.m. Oh, it'd be nice to see you. Patrons get in free. Uh, It's going to be an awesome show. I love that venue when it's full. It's a shitty little basement room that I love, and uh, I have good shows there, so please come on out. I would love to see you or give to the Patreon, and then you can get in for free. All right, and you get a T-shirt then. But not too many of you. I don't want to. That'd be a bad deal for me. Some of you pay for tickets. Um, go to our social media page, or Google Comedy Corner Underground. If you can't find it, you're too stupid to get my jokes anyway. So, uh, go jump in the lake, you hoser. Goodbye. Do you know where this road leads? Then hear this, all ye people. Give ear, all ye inhabitants of the world, both high and low, rich and poor, together. Do you indeed speak righteousness? Do you judge uprightly, all ye sons and daughters of men? And do you judge as others judge? For as you judge, you shall be judged. And if you condemn, you are condemned. Pass on. But there is no return. morning vietnam hey everybody welcome to profession confession i'm not doing a parody of robin williams 1980s movie good morning vietnam no uh profession confession actually serves double duty as a morning drive time show on 107.6 xxk in saigon so uh moshi moshi i don't know any I got to brush up on that part of it. But uh, good morning also to other people. Um, welcome to the show. We'll probably not use that as an intro because it's not that funny. <laughs> but, uh, but we have a great episode. And I got to start off by thanking a real special lady, someone who's really means a lot to me. And uh, her name's Kathy. And no woman has done more for me without giving me sex than Kathy. Kathy has delivered to me Tina, the autopsy tech and morgue worker. I hope you like graphic violence, uh, gore, the uh, body coolers, bereft families, thick skulls, maggots, big brains, little dicks, McDonald's french fries, dumping shit out of people's skulls. This one is heinous. Um, so enjoy the episode. Before we get to that, I also want to thank a lot of the people who have been doing a lot of the work around here and uh, helping me do all this and who are, whatever, partners in this in various capacities. So I want to thank, of course, the Chocolate Unicorn, Tevin Pittman, first and foremost. And, uh, and then, of course, Jacob Scholler, who you guys will be hearing more and more from. Uh, but you'll hear him a lot, and, uh, and, and Brittany, whose last name I will redact for the time being because um, she's a government. I shouldn't say it. But anyway. <laughs> On this week's episode of Profession Confession, ladies and gentlemen, we have got a veteran um, of the death industry. Uh, she is a works in the morgue. 
and so you assist on autopsies, mm-hmm. right? You, uh, and that includes like investigations from time to time. You've gone and picked up corpses on location. Is that right? Um, not me, but okay. I did for a while work for a funeral home, so I have done that work. Okay, okay. And then, of course, it's just the general inventory of bodies that you deal with. Yeah. Yeah. What are the, what happens at a morgue? Just, um, just to start super general. Well, we the main purpose is to do autopsies, obviously. Okay. So um, we, like at our office, we have a transport service, or in some places they use a local funeral home mm-hmm. to bring the bodies from the scenes. So their homes, the roads, the rivers, wherever they're found, mm-hmm. they come right to our office. Um, generally, they're going to go in the cooler until we're ready to do the autopsy. Um, but then there's also a part of the office where investigations happens. Okay. And so... The people who go out on scene, they get as much information as they can, but obviously more work needs to happen afterwards. And that's communicating results to family, police office, requesting medical records, um, just a variety yeah, of yeah. things that kind of like the follow up. Yeah. A lot of it is a lot of just like answering the phones and talking to various people. Yeah. And, you know, for example, when people die in hospice, they report it to our office, but we don't exactly go. Mm-hmm. We're just. It's, a way to just keep track of things, I think, kind yeah. of to make sure there's nothing fishy going on. So if you die and it's um, not suspicious, mm-hmm. or there's no reason to autopsy, you don't see the corpse. Like, Because honestly, I thought to get a death certificate, <clears throat> you had to go through the morgue. No. I thought everyone did, essentially, just for a moment, maybe. N- no. So for example, um, if you die as an inpatient in a hospital and it's natural, mm-hmm. so you're 85 years old, you're admitted to a hospital, and it's attended, which means there's you know doctors and professionals around, as long as everything is consistent with a natural death, we don't know anything about you. If you die in a nursing home, because nursing homes are attended by per- medical professionals, mm-hmm. they're getting visits all the time, unless you fell and fractured something where it would be an accident. Yeah. Or people do, I guess, have, you know, people have committed suicide in nursing homes. Um, we wouldn't know about it. But if you die at home, or anywhere else we know about it but that doesn't mean like so we'll investigate it but it doesn't mean you get an autopsy if you're an 80 year old woman who dies at home in bed someone from our office or police officers on our behalf depending on which county yeah, yeah. you're residing in and how what model they use will go to the home they'll investigate everything we'll take a report and then we'll be like it sounds natural they can go to the funeral home how many bodies will be in your morgue at a given time uh, I'm trying to think of how many were there. I mean, lately I feel like it's been anywhere from like five to maybe up to maybe 20. Um, when I first started, 20. it was like one or two. Okay. We've just grown a lot. Okay. So business is good. Well, okay. <laughs> what, what is it just like the movies where you have like the file cabinets that you open up and then the guys laying down? No. Um, I actually interned at a place that was like that. Okay. But we just have a big, it's a giant walk-in cooler. Oh, that's great. And they're on <laughs> the restaurant. It, yeah. Is it Mr. Freezy's in there? Yeah. And they're, uh, I have been tempted to like put my water in there, yeah. but um, I don't. Anyway, there are, our tables move. Mm-hmm. So they get, they get brought in on a stretcher from the garage, from whoever's bringing them in. They go on a table, so we have these tables that can you know, have wheels, okay. and we bring them into the cooler. And then we do have some freezer space in there yeah. if someone needs to be frozen, but. Why would you freeze somebody as opposed to just. If they're covered in maggots, you wanna freeze them. Oh my, oh my. <laughs> fucking God. <laughs> That's a regular occurrence? I Summer. threw yeah, dog summer. shit in my yeah, compost summer. thing. <laughs> 
<laughs> I threw dog shit in our compost uh, bin. Which, yeah. yeah. You don't do that. You yeah, didn't no. know that? No. You're not a compost? No. Okay. I, I got in trouble. Don't put meat in your compost. Yeah. Don't put dog poop in your compost. You're asking maggots. for trouble. Yep. Yes. So I opened the lid and it was full of maggots. And honestly, it was like a horror movie. I took three steps back, fell down on my ass and started crying. I tried to run, but I tripped and I couldn't get away. I was like, I almost killed my husband. I almost got arrested because we have a little compost bin in our Mm-hmm. Our, for, mm-hmm. we have a garden we live in the country we have lots of produce we have chickens and blah 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 but he put because he's an idiot and I told him not to never put meat products in the compost thing and it's summer so right. don't put it and it's on our counter I open it just it's just like last week I open it and there's maggots in it I'm like I dealt with maggots all day today I'm not coming home and doing yeah. it yeah what do we cover so you're talking about the setup the freezer all that stuff right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, you do the autopsies mm-hmm. gotta thaw the guy out um, well we would freeze after Okay. Not before, because that's really hard. I see. What would... Hold on. After? So you do the autopsy with maggots on them? Oh, yeah. Yeah, because you got to pre- preserve the crime scene, right? I guess a little bit. Preserve? Fucking getting eaten by maggots. Right. But yeah, you got to... If... Yeah, you, ha- yeah. Yeah, you, you tried... I mean, you try to kill them or wash them down the drain, but they're sneaky. And... When you do the autopsy, is there... Is it just like a giant laundry room sink, kind of? So you can spray the dude down and goes down the hole kind of like a glorified yeah 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 yeah. is it just i mean is it like a shallow basin kind of thing like that so yeah we have if we need to wash somebody off we have the tables that that you can actually push them up to the and there's the holes in the bottom okay you can push them up to the sink and it does kind of drop down like a farmhouse style sure sure and then there's um and there's stainless steel and there's on both sides like it goes up so they can the doctor can work on their side and cut the organs and then on like my side i have like where i can put my tools to wash them off or Okay. Mm-hmm. When you're putting people up with maggots on them and stuff mm-hmm. like that, I guess what level is there ever a point where you go like, well, we can't do an autopsy. He's just too too decomposed. What's that point? Well, so for example, just mm-hmm. recently we had somebody who had been um, in the woods for a couple months. Okay. So it's summer. Wow. Yeah. So he was mostly bones. The skin he had was like leathery. So he did have some. Um, he did have clothes on. So when they took them off, his clothes were filled with like uh like liquefied fat okay so they got that off but he was covered in maggots and actually that day i wasn't in the morgue i was in my office which is next to the morgue and they thought they were being really cute and they're like jamie come here come here come here and i'm like in my clothes and i'm like what and they're like we need help come here and they're trying to get me to come closer because the maggots were jumping so they were jump these ones were so they were trying to get me to come closer mm-hmm. so that I would like see the jumping mm-hmm. maggots, and I'm like, "You guys, I've seen this before. You're cute. <laughs> Goodbye." <laughs> like, no. So okay, the medical examiner is a doctor, mm-hmm. and then there's a tech. Mm-hmm. How many techs will assist on a given autopsy? One at our, okay. at our yeah some places. So like you go to like Las Vegas or mm-hmm. Los Angeles or somewhere big. Like for example, I was actually I saw on Facebook some person from Australia. Australia, they worked in a medical examiner's office, and her only job was to remove the skull cap. Like really? that's, I'm like, that would be boring. That's all you do is just remove the skull cap all day? Yeah. No, like as a tech, I'm where I work, I'm doing everything. Yeah. There's no other person helping me. I'm doing the paperwork, I'm doing the cutting, I'm doing the cleaning. Is it like most hospitals where like the doctor really doesn't do shit and the techs do everything? <laughs> like, like, do you make the skull cap cut? Like, do you actually have the little bone saw? The little yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. God, I wish we would have brought one to show or something. I have plenty that don't work, but I bet. Oh, we should. We should. Yeah, we should like get one just to show. Is there yeah. a specific body part that you're best at cutting out? Like, what's your specialty? Um. 
well, I've done it for so long, I don't feel like I have a specialty anymore. Is there something you're known for that where like they go, oh, no, this thing? No, well, they do make, they do, the doctors do get mad because I tend to um, be quite aggressive when using the bone saw and I will actually leave marks in the brain. Yeah. And so the Jeez. doctors will be like, thanks for cutting my brain for me. And I'm like, but we're going to get out of here on time. That's true. So settle down. How long does that take to cut the skull cap? So the skull cap for listeners, I mean, it truly is just you draw a line around the forehead pretty much, right? So, yeah. So, yeah. like, if you picture, you well, it picture, yeah. give give yourself a scalpel and then go behind your ear and bring it up on top of your head, the middle of your head, oh. and then behind your ear. So then we're taking the skin and you're reflecting the skin flap over your forehead and then behind oh, your neck. Dope. Dope. So, oh, my God. So it's like, uh, yeah. You're peeling your head off. You're, kinda. you're peeling. Grab the top of your, your forehead. And you pull it straight down And your what's face. awesome is when so. you can actually peel it. Because some people, it doesn't, like, you have to sit there with the scalpel and, like, Right. But sometimes it's really nice and you can just peel it. What do you think those people do to, what's their secret? I don't know. Vitamin B? Yeah, I don't know. Methamphetamine. I have no idea. I'm just kidding. I mean, for real, the first time you had to peel someone's skin off, is that's got to be. I don't remember it. You don't remember that? No, I would think that would be so sticky and weird, like where you'd feel like you're doing it wrong. Like I'm pulling so hard, this can't be right. No, but when I do train people in, it is a really hard thing for people to. I'll bet. It, that's one of the things I feel like people get really stuck on. They're like, it's not. They, I think they expect it to just go. And in some, I mean, if you're right. obese. Honestly, I would expect of, it to be stuck. Like, cause oh yeah, I think sometimes like it's nerves r- and whatever else. Like, well, if you're like a really big obese beast person with a giant big head, head. all yeah. that fat is under your skin and it does not make it easy to pull I thought that or if easier. some people just have really thick thick skin or like really thick thick hair um, looking at me what do you think about it probably would be really easy so you think so i'm surprised your yeah. skull cap hasn't just fallen off now yeah it just might i've softened <laughs> it through drug use over the years i was gonna say i feel like the easiest are like the bald white guys really yeah well, thank you yeah um <laughs> <laughs> Feels great. Um, it's uh, know how to make a girl feel special. So <laughs> now I've honestly always believed I have thick skin. Uh, I my wife said it once, but um, but no, I don't I like that. I like to. I'm a people pleaser, you know, to the end. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, I want to make that easy for you. So the next part, skull. Mm-hmm. Hold on, when you pull it down around the <laughs> eyes, you know. Oh, I, like, I only that... go to like here. Oh, okay. How I'm not far... pulling their whole face. You never just for fun. Yeah. No, only eyebrow. Bullshit. Eyebrow. For fun, I bet you've taken the whole no, thing. No, no, actually, that's it's like, like a mask that the one of the pull. things I actually hate doing is dealing with the face. So a long time ago, we used to have to say we had to do an ID on somebody who wasn't identifiable, and we needed to get dental images. Mm-hmm. I had to cut the jaw out. I hated it because you have to pretty much cut all the skin away to get the bone saw in there to cut. You have to cut their so jaw So you actually out. cut, like, the choppers whatever the gums and the teeth that yeah you're you'd cut that the part whole the, yes this wow. mandible yes all lot out wow and then we'd have to because we have a machine where we can like x-ray things but yes. you couldn't get the image that well while it's in their mouth so we could compare it to their anti-mortem dentals so obviously when you're alive and you go and get x-ray images they're putting those you know things in your mouth and taking so that's like you get bite wings it's called yeah half half or a full mm-hmm. well to get that image while it's still in somebody's mouth in our machine it's not as good so if we have somebody say they were in a fire and they're burned to a crisp mm-hmm. to get better dental images yeah we had to take their whole jaw out and i always ended up doing it and i hated it because it feels very weird to cut someone's face up 
Yeah, I hated it. And is it hard to cut like the jaw muscles and stuff? Yeah, like, it's very hard. It's hard. And in, like when other people that were new were asked to do it, they were like, "So then I always had to do it." And thank God, now we work with a forensic odontologist, and she brings her little machine in, and I haven't done it in. I don't know, maybe a year or two. There's nothing like having a forensic go to She's, she's my savior, man. Do, um, how much, like if someone shatters your teeth pretty good, mm -hmm. like how much of the teeth have to be there for them to be able to identify you from that? Like, can they look at it from the actual, like the footprint of where your teeth are kind of, or do you have So to now that like a forensic odontologist can do a lot. I yeah. mean, if she has an image of like, say somebody has dentures, mm -hmm. but their dentures are gone. They have no teeth. Just gums. Just gums. If she has images, yeah, if we can- him just by his gums. <laughs> but if she'll actually take impressions of mm -hmm. their gums and compare them to whatever images they had before they died. And wow. she can, yeah. Are there, that's why you gotta smile big in pictures. Well, every time I get x-rays at the dentist's office, I'm like, okay, if I die in a fire, you guys just mm -hmm. let, here you go. Wait, that's the dentist that, so when you go to the dentist, they yeah, submit they that to the police? No, yeah, no, we oh, have. No, they keep them on or, file, don't they? Yeah, but we have to actually call a dental clinic and ask for them. Oh, okay, because I was gonna say, I don't like who's out here submitting. No, no, it's actually Facebook, dude. It's terrible too because <laughs> families never know where anybody goes to the dentist. Oh yeah. Well, sometimes we're like, okay, they're from this city, and we call every friggin' dentist we can think of. It's yeah. painful sometimes. Wow. And these clinics, especially in the middle of nowhere. Are, they're like, who are you? Why are you calling? And I have to like say, we have a person, we can't identify them. They are dead. I need your X-rays. And then they kind of freak out. Yeah. And a lot of times they know these people because right. they're small. Hold on, hold on. So, you call them, you can't identify them. So you're asking mm -hmm. for all their X-rays. If they have, or their list of names who have been X-rayed. No, well, or? but like, do you have this person in your system as a patient? And if they say yes, do you have X-rays on file? I thought you said you couldn't identify them, so I figured you, you for whatever. Oh, I mean, like, so for example, if somebody is in a fire, yeah, maybe we pretty much know who it is, but yeah. you can't visually I identify you. Yeah, them. You so you want to make that's sure that's who they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. What are common things or types of things you've seen? Everything. Okay. I mean, honestly, I mean, I feel like you go. Th there's kind of we terrible but like seasons for things sure so um i feel like what part of death season are we in now <laughs> drowning drowning oh. oh i suppose yeah mm -hmm. Makes sense. yeah there's drownings yeah, all the lights. time yeah all uh is that how about this like what's your least favorite kind of uh, drownings death? it really why is yeah. that yeah well especially if they weren't found in a long time okay oh, yeah, a decomposed body that's been in water is the worst really yeah maybe clean Do no, they smell like, terrible. So yeah, Go hang out with a bunch of dead fish sure. by the lake on a hot summer day. Do you right. get like where like fish have like eaten part of the mm -hmm. bodies and stuff like or that? Animals, or yeah. animals, yeah. Mm -hmm. animals? Yes. What's the most eaten body you've seen? Um, or it's usually, surprised you what yeah, oh yeah, yeah. There was somebody who was in the woods, it was a while ago, and they're, they, I don't know how, but some kind of woodland cre cre critter, creature. I always picture like a cute little animal. <laughs> Somehow got into their chest and ate everything in the chest cavity. So when we opened it up, it was completely empty and cleaned out. Squirrel. I don't. <laughs> it's gotta be. Fucking squirrel. It was a, but it was a That's small. That's what they did to my pumpkins. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I've seen people whose animals have ate their face. Yeah. So like they, so the animal like went inside and didn't eat the outside, just the inside. Yeah. The, yeah. Somehow I how think. How surprised I were you when you opened up the body? Everybody was like, "Wow, that's interesting." I can't remember if the person had shot themselves. Oh, I can't, I really honestly can't remember how there was like a hole here, but they got in and just cleaned out the heart and the lungs and then left everything. 
I've pulled like worm, like people are in the water, I've pulled like earthworms out of their pockets, leeches. Um, giant, like people in the woods leeches will have like sense. spiders, wood ticks. Sometimes people have um, bed bugs, which is gross. Yeah. That's even, that's, I would rather see a giant spider than know somebody has bed bugs. Have you seen um, a spider crawl out of someone's mouth? No. Damn. No, I'm sorry. Snake? Uh, no, but I mean, maggots, they've crawled out of everything. Um, Do you ever see them like rush out like a horror oh, movie? Oh, yeah. You shine the light on them and they're like, wee. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've pulled, I think just the other week, somebody had someone who was a drowning and there was um, a crayfish on them. We had, Oh, them? yeah. We had a dead baby frog come in with somebody. Yeah. Like, so when, when you're in the water, you, all sorts of weird things. Yeah. Like little tiny baby fish. and. Wow. What's your favorite type of uh, corpse to come in? Like, <laughs> uh, like people who are thin, clean, and naked. Uh, what's the most money you've ever seen on a corpse? Thousands. Really? Thousands? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. Can you uh, illuminate the situation at all? Like, was it like a... Oh, I can't. It's happened. It happens. I just... All the time? Not all the time, but... Okay. Um, I really prefer people don't come in with all that money because I don't like being the person that's like counting it and in, like. I'm gonna say, what's the most you've ever took? None. <laughs> I'm just none. Yeah. We well, you might joke, hey, let's get lunch, but no, yeah. no, it, we give it back to the families always. Um, but then if it's Who over, would be watching if there was corruption in this. Like I'm, you know, just I'm sure it's happened somewhere, I'm, right? Probably has certainly. happened somewhere. Right, right. Certainly it has. But like, so for example, at the scene, if somebody, say for example, someone's in a car accident and they have a wallet on them and there's nobody to take the money and they have a lot of money in it, mm-hmm. what they should be doing is counting it there, kind of documenting it on a chain of custody form. And then like, so there should be multiple steps to ensure it's the same yeah. amount. But I can't say that for everywhere in the yeah, whole country. Yeah, of course. You know? How about uh, death noises? Like the noises well, People the fart all makes. the time. Really? Yeah. When you move them. Mm-hmm. Sure. Sure. Have... And just like gurgle and, you know, you move yeah. them. The more you manipulate people, they do make noises. Yeah. yeah. And if there's a lot of gas in people, mm-hmm. like when you make that first incision, it'll go just spurting out. Oh, really? Very loudly. Just yeah. like a movie or what? Well, whatever. Like a pair. I don't know. I can feel like I've seen that somewhere. But they, yeah. Like a, strong, like a deflating balloon. Strong deflating balloon. Yeah. But worse smell. Yeah. Have you ever been scared? Like going back to your early times doing it ever mm-hmm. get really freaked out by that by a noise do they ever make a human type like a oh no okay no i've never heard no i wasn't sure if with the vocal no. cords or some like oh well sometimes i'll like you people will say that they've seen bodies sit up or whatever and i'm just like you're full of shit they don't do that you said that part of it that really astonished me is that mm-hmm. a big part of your job is that you you talk to family members who who I call do. i do so, and we should start by this. One of the movie type things is at the morgue, the family comes in, you pull the drawer open, <laughs> there's the dude, and then they turn away. That doesn't happen. No, that's, so, I mean, families call all the time too, and they're like, so I have to come down to identify the body. And I'm like, I'm sorry, that's a TV thing. Like, it's not. Do you say that to the bereaved yeah. person? I'm yeah. Sorry, that's a TV thing. Because we're like, well, no, people will straight up say like, well, I saw on TV, and I'm just mm-hmm. like, I'm sorry, right. that's completely made up. Right. So when someone does have to identify the body, what do you, what happens? We do other things. Like, okay. so first of all, we'll try to just do a visual if we can, like, so pulling up their driver's license. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, yeah. Well, I have to fucking traumatize them with the actual corpse and you can Well, yeah. And most of yeah. the people who are coming to our office aren't looking cute. You know, they're yeah. not little ladies dying in their bed. They're yeah. in tragic things and you don't want the family to see that. 
yeah. and we do try to highly discourage people to come view. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes people just show up and they're like, we're viewing here. And Can you legally stop them? We Technically, we have an area where they can. Mm-hmm. It's just we try not to because it's like we're not funeral directors. Yeah. So when you go to a funeral home, someone is usually embalmed. They've they've done they have yeah. tricks of the trade to make people look better. Mm-hmm. Um, we're we're not doing that. Not to so, mention trained to deal with the family emotionally. Yeah. Right. Yes. I mean, yeah. Yeah, like that's that's their whole that's but, their whole jam. Like mm-hmm. that's what they do, and we like to just say, tell people this isn't really the best environment. Yeah. Um, we can't make them look better which some people are like i don't care i want to see them however they are and it's like just take it from us you don't um have you ever seen that blow up in someone's face like where they go i believe me like i want to see yeah. them. i don't care what kind yeah. of condition then they see it go oh my god yeah i actually had someone yell at me close their mouth i'm like i can't close their mouth yeah because well i mean if you go into riger and your mouth's sure. open i can't shut that i'm not like i mean if yeah. i was at a funeral home i could but i'm not doing that in the morgue how often do you see that where you look like this person particularly looks like they died in horror. It's uh, yeah, it happens. Really? Yeah, I'll never forget one day I walked in the room when I first started, and this guy had been some kind of car accident. I don't know, but hit the way his head was twisted and his face was like looking like it looked like it really looked like a horror movie prop. The look right. on his face, and I was just like, if I was hadn't seen this before, I'd have been scared. Someone throw a fucking towel over this guy's face. Oh, yeah, if people are looking at me, I do throw towels over do their you? face. Yes. That's Some of the thing. doctors make fun of me, and I'm like, I don't need to look at their face right now. Absolutely. No. Any weird stuff with just family interact. That's such a incredibly emotionally loaded thing, I guess, that I just think it would be a – you'd see all kinds of behavior, like very odd. Yeah, we've had families come and say, like, you know, we they'll have – like, we need to see them. We need mm-hmm. to see them before and – um you know, if we can make it work, sometimes we do. And mm-hmm. then they'll say it's just the immediate family, and then like 37 people show up, and we're basically what? holding a free viewing. A morgue party? Oh, yeah. Yeah, a morgue party. What? But usually those Is families there a are. Are people who do that? Yes. What type? Um, Black people. It, no, it's. Um, so, for example, we have had a, a few. Um, Mexicans. Muslim. Muslim, okay. Yeah, and the families will just. They'll just show up and they want to see them. And, and a lot of times they. Not always, but sometimes they don't. Like they'll refuse an autopsy, and we'll just be like. Just we'll do an external. We'll look at the outside of them, make mm-hmm. sure everything's okay, and we will let them see them. But a lot of times it will be like forty people who will just show up and yeah, kind of hold a little viewing. But we've, I mean, we've had like a white family, just four hundred of them show up or whatever. I mean, not four hundred. That's but. not like white people. No. Um, what? Uh, Usually you can discourage, like you can be like, oh, you can see them at the funeral home, and they're like, okay. So you said refuse an autopsy. I didn't know that. I thought the reason you're doing an autopsy is because the law enforcement sort of like wants to know right um so for example um we do try to honor if people religiously object okay um if it's a homicide unfortunately there's no way around that okay you're getting one yeah but say it's a car accident and there's no like they it was by themselves they crashed their car or maybe it's a 30 year old who died dead in bed and it's probably natural but Mm -hmm. we just have to explain to them well we won't it'll just be natural causes right. on the and death certificate or brother who poisoned him comes in and goes ah he doesn't want an autopsy he wouldn't want that <laughs> it's not his style well we would still do toxicology so. yeah have you ever seen alarming behavior from family in yeah. there or like like i mean stuff where you go oh, yeah you know. yeah oh like yeah what people who are angry um people on drugs okay yeah we had one guy who was on drugs who died 
and uh, the family showed up wanting his money. They're like, he, they're like that bastard owed us money. We want his money, and we're like, the, we're like the police took it. And he, I mean, he was getting mad at me. He's like, give me their phone number, and I'm like, Google it. It's right. You know. Have you ever had anyone you know come in? Nope. Never. Nope. Anyone you work with had that happen? Yes. Really? Mm-hmm. I had one girl I was treating, and she was, oh, that was my math teacher. Really? Mm-hmm. What are some of the most horror movie things you've seen people come in with? Like, you know, like the typical broken fingernail, dirt under fingernails, they're trying to get away from something. Anything that's kind of haunted you, where you go like, oh, my God, what a horrible death? Um, Someone who was buried in some dirt wrapped up in, you know, oh. tarps. Like, yeah, like alive. somebody somebody who was buried and. Um, I don't know if she was alive. I don't think so. But I'm trying to think. Oh, we had a... What was so disturbing about that, then just being buried, I guess, if they're not alive? Oh, I guess actually probably the most disturbing is when you think of... So we've had a couple older people, mm-hmm. who like really old elderly people who've been murdered. And you know that they were like... It wasn't like like they were shot. It was a lot more traumatic. Like stab wounds that maybe weren't fatal. They and were then something tortured. else. Yeah. So the, and then and I just think of like a little old like eighty nine year old lady and someone's like torturing her like that's terrible. Yeah, it is yeah. terrible. But you also wonder like, is that lady like such a crazy bitch through her life that like now, the, the, her son is just like, all right, mom, now it's your turn. And then Both not that that's justified. The times that I heard of like so the times that we I can think of in my top of my head, I think they were robbed. Oh God, that's fucking horrible, man. That is fucking horrible. Wow. Yeah. So, and I don't. I'm not even 100 percent sure people got away with any money either times. Try some Worthers. That's not <laughs> right. That was a good joke, Tevin. Because <laughs> they do have Worthers on it. I bet. 50, I have pulled some out of, of people's pockets. pockets. Yeah. I bet you pulled a lot out Kleenex, of Kleenex, Worthers. No, chew all the time. Oh, gross. yeah. Gross. People That's die gross with a dip people. in their mouth all the time. Yeah, they so deserve. gross. What? What do you? Yeah. What are other? Things like that. What's the oddest thing you found in someone's mouth? <laughs> Weird thing in people's mouths. Um, a ball. A ball? Yeah. Like a like with the, like the part straps. Labrador? No. With the straps around like it, like a, a ball. ball gag? Like a ball. No, just a yeah. ball. I don't know. Sometimes people choke on. Is things. that how he died? Yeah. You know, that's funny. I jack off with a tennis ball in my mouth. Maybe I should stop doing that. I think it might have been smaller. I don't know. Okay. Um, well, sometimes you pe- think it was smaller. Back than in the d- back in the day, people Racket used ball. to suck on fentanyl patches to get high, okay. and so we'd find those in their throats. Oh, but it, it hasn't happened in a long time. Okay. Now, uh, now you can get just get it in your heroin. Yeah, exactly. You right. just get some. Mm-hmm. And so then, like going from like stuff you find in the mouth, do you can you tell like stomach contents, like what they had for dinner the day? Like before? a license plate. Sometimes, yeah. um, I we find oh my god all the time. Freaking corn. I wish people would quit eating corn. Really? It's so gross. I mean, so I agree. I have a daughter. And I'm I t- so I, I told sick my wife, of corn. I go, what the fuck do we even feed her corn for? It just goes Comes through out. like a conveyor belt. Yeah, like it yeah. doesn't digest. It's so you, it's in their poop. Yeah. It's like sometimes people poop it's, when they die. And if they've had corn, there's just corn everywhere. And it's totally intact. I mean, yes. it's not even this. That's why it's not I'm dented, very you know? anti-corn. Really? So you don't, yes. you're not a corn on the cob fan? No, the only time I ate corn was when I was pregnant because it was one of the only things that didn't make me sick. And I was sick thinking about the fact that I was eating corn. How about stuff um, in people's asses? Um, it's not a super ball? common, but just recently I did pull a tampon onto someone's butt. Really? Yeah, I think they, they were. I, no, it was a dude. <laughs> just Overcon- Well, okay. I think he was trying to, I, th- I think, I don't know. But I think you can soak them in Vodka. alcohol. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
I'm assuming that. I mean, he oh, was on. Oh, you can do it in Kool-Aid. You can do whatever you want. I'm assuming that's what he was Depends doing. on what you're thirsty for. <laughs> but no, unfortunately, me, myself, I don't get a ton of butt things. So it was. Oh. <laughs> well, we're here more to talk about your job, but. I, yeah, I don't, I don't get a lot of those ones. Okay. Uh, other people do here and there, and but luckily I haven't. But, you know, it's future. It's how on about, the horizon. How about stomach contents, like he said? I think um, I feel like you always find, like, green olives. Really? Um, kind of Yeah, and you, oh my gosh, one thing. You can always tell when someone's had McDonald's. Shut the what? fuck up. I can. It always smells like McDonald's, and you always Gross. see those <laughs> stupid little French fries. Yeah, really? Yes. It's like nobody swallows their McDonald's. They just inhale it, and then... Because you're so ashamed yeah. that you're eating it, you're trying to get it up so no show. one can see you in your car. But yeah, every it. once in a while, though, you'll just be like, "Oh, look, they had soup," or you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I'm loving it. We, we <laughs> should absolutely <laughs> we should absolutely seek out a sponsorship on that. Um, that's fucking gross. What? I guess I don't know for sure if it's McDonald's, but it always has that nasty like fast food. Like it reminds yeah. me of like McDonald's yeah. fries, mm-hmm. right? I actually hate stomach contents, and I try to stay as far away as possible. Okay. But some of the doctors will just like kind of pour it out and like look in it to look for pills and stuff and you can tell they have a good time most violent death you've ever seen um people hit by trains probably whoa there so i watched the faces of death with that what are you doing an autopsy on just a pile of soup and splatter you take the wrist i'll take the it's pretty much just it's pretty much you're not really cutting them open because they're assembly yeah yeah oh yeah we've had people before that are have come in literally like they're completely like destroyed and then there's some people who are hit by a train and really don't look that bad. But some people are just completely, I mean. Uh, there's a there's a faces of death mm-hmm. from the, you know, and there's a, one of the real ones in that is a lady steps in front of, it's in Europe, so they have those high-speed trains, and mm-hmm. it's like, it's one of these, like, security camera things. You see it coming a mile away. It's like, lady, pick your fucking head up. And, I mean, it's just, you see the shoulders and se- just everything separate, tear away. I, I didn't know that a body could do that, really. Yeah, I what's, feel like trains are probably the worst. What's the most people you've, or most people, <laughs> the most parts you've seen someone, just to give people an idea, like do they get put into six pieces, uh, 50? You know, like what? Um, I mean, it's more like your, like maybe your limbs are kind of not attached. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't see a ton of people, most people are not decapitated. I feel like that I see, but I, that, um, Obviously, there's trauma, but I mean, I feel like it's more like their limbs are attached. But there was someone we had who, I think they, they they were really bad. I don't know why, but I mean, it was like the balls were over here, the foot was over here. Shoot, like it that was probably the worst one. But mm-hmm. mostly, it's like like we had a girl once who was very, very, very large, and she was hit by a semi or something. Mm-hmm. Semi on semi. She, she was like, I think she might have been like 400 pounds. Okay, but I mean, her her one leg. How came was off. The semi? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but her one leg was so big it was in its own body bag. And then I remember yeah. the doctor's like, Can you flip that over for me so I can take a picture? And I'm like, I can't pick it up. It's like two hundred pounds itself. Like Really? But Jeez. um That's crazy. It's like dealing with a giant or but something. But most like, people are intact. I mean yeah. they may have a lot of trauma, but they're intact. What's the biggest dick you've ever seen? I honestly don't know. Oh, come on. You don't even, like, you, you hit it with your wrist or something like that when you're doing your work? No. Oh, wow. <laughs> no. Like, honestly, I really only notice if there's blush? something gross going on. Okay. Like, uh. What's the biggest dick you've seen with something gross going on? I don't, I don't pay attention to the size. Sometimes I'll notice if it's really small. Yes. Because okay, then the I'm like, how did they, <laughs> like, there's barely anything there. Yeah. 
Like, uh, it's totally gone. We have a lot of sex workers on this show, so I'll ask yeah. about micro penises. Yeah. And almost every girl who's had, a, you know, I'm not even talking prostitutes. I'm talking right. just women who had, like to have fun. They all give me the pinky, like the just the top part of the pinky, the top segment. Yeah, Everyone I, at some point sees that. Yeah, the, that's like one thing I do notice sometimes because I'm just like, wow, that's really small. Um, or when someone has something weird going on, like they obviously have like warts or something. Or oh, crazy STDs. implant. Every once in a while you get someone with an implant. The and you'll be like, implant? you're like, what is that thing in the – it's a The it one pump. where they can pump in the yeah. nut sack and then yeah. it makes a dick hard? Yeah. I'm getting one of those once the show takes off, like for real. And then sometimes you people get Tevin. tattoos. <laughs> tattoos? Yeah. Any funny ones that have made you genuinely laugh? The, honestly, the only people that I have ever seen get a tattoo on their penis are Nazis. No shit. Mm-hmm. They're always it's always Nazi symbolism. Have you really so like, like a swastika on the head? Mm-hmm. Really? Mm-hmm. Or like the SS? What is wrong with white people? No, these ah, are just, these are always people. We're just the like right to believe what you want. You know, the tattoo. No, that is fun. No. No. That, all, however, that's the, the problem with the, those SS bolts is that they could be kind of cool. Like if you put it on each side of your dick, it'd be like a submarine kind of thing. Like make What's your that? dick like an SS submarine. I don't know what you're talking about. No. Your dick could look like a submarine. Have you ever seen a submarine? Painted oh, beige. okay. Hold on. I had to think for a while. Okay, I get it. Or whatever. Well, it. yeah, it would be beige in this case. Okay. Yeah. I get it. Um, this is not an endorsement of the uh, Nazi party, by the way. I'm, no. I'm uh, decidedly... Neutral on the situation, right, Tevin? <laughs> Depends on what day it is. I'm anti fucking Nazi. God damn it! If you're a Nazi, shut your fucking podcast machine off. Um, <laughs> your podcast machine. Yes, it's an old tape recorder. Were you drawn to this work? How do you know you could do this job? Um, I actually didn't know. So a friend of mine, what knew somebody who worked at an Emmy office that doesn't exist anymore, and she's like, "I'm going to get an internship here. You should apply too." And I originally was pre-med. And I was like, well, if I can handle dead bodies, I can handle live bodies. Sure. And so I just decided, I'm like, intern, chip me up. And I did really well. Okay. So. How, what does that mean? You did really well. I just, um, like, basically when I was done with my internship, the person was like, if you weren't still in school, we would hire you. Really? Yeah, like they used because to. Because you weren't squeamish. You weren't, you just dive right in, start ripping flesh off people's faces. and. I just picked it up quick. Okay. I guess there are people, I mean. People think like. Do you like, lust for death? I don't lust for death. <laughs> no, lust for blood? No. No, no. It's just, okay. I don't know. I just, I guess I can, I guess I'm one of those people who can turn it off. You Were know? you death fascinated as a kid at all? No. No. I don't think okay. I mean, we, wa- I mean, with my mom, we watched America's Most Wanted and yeah. whatever. Yeah. But we were saying at the beginning, you watch, you love true crime, which blows me away. I do. It's it's like guilty pleasure, and I don't like to admit it to people. But would you get excited, or have you ever had a serial killer's victim come in? No, no. That's I'm the one thing I haven't seen was someone like chopped up in a like a cooler. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. Yeah. you always think of people in chopped up in freezer chest freezers or in a cooler or something like that. No, I've never seen that. I How work... about decapitation? Mm, purposefully? Mm, yeah. Nope. Okay. Accidentally? Mm-hmm. Accidentally? Oh, yeah. I mean, like, trains and, oh, yeah, yeah. 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 Car accidents sometimes. Do you make a joke about a lose-your-head joke or anything like that? No, it doesn't what's happen the best, enough. What's the best autopsy room joke you, uh, you've ever heard? Um... I, and, and I'm sure it's wrong, and that's okay. That's You're dealing with something traumatic. Honestly, I honestly can't... I can't, like, come up with one at the top of really? my head. Really? Okay. No. I mean, I do like to sing Jesus Takes the Wheel quite frequently. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that's... I do. It is funny. 
And then do you ever say to someone who dies in a car accident, well, this guy should have let Jesus take the wheel. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. why I sing it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And I also do have a voice like Carrie Underwood, and I just want people to know. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I So I have children, so it's very hard to talk about, the, like, in a way, but what's that like when children can't come in? Is, is there a category that's, like, way harder, way, like, I mean... Nobody, like, wants children to of come course. in. Yeah. And, um, like, having... I feel like that age between, like, one and... I don't know, let's put, like, 15. is pretty... It's not common. Okay. And when it is... Com- like, when it does happen, I feel like it's accidents. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like the more common things are the infants under, like, the three-month age. Yeah. Um, so we actually just recently, just for whatever reason, just have had a lot of infants. Yeah. And... It's scary to a lot of parents because sometimes it's just because they they get like a one thing that can kill little tiny babies really easily is RSV. And it's like a, if we get it, it's like a cold, mm-hmm. like a bad cold. And they get it as like a one month old and they can die quite easily. Um, but By a lot of them suffocating on their like it's, you know it's, a it yeah, it's a virus. It's a virus. Yeah. Um, but one thing that I think happens quite frequently uh, is people sleep with their infants. And oh, they, and they mm-hmm. lay on them. Yeah. Yeah. That is. Uh, they I've, I've slept with my kid on the sofa and you'd wake up with a, you know, and I'd be on my back with mm-hmm. bed on my chest. But just you'd wake up with a start of like, has the weight of my hand, you know, like pushed him. It's fucking terrifying. Cause, or they put him in a crib with blankets and pillows mm-hmm. and they're not old enough yep. to move around. Um, so that's probably the most common where you see infants is kind of it's like the unsafe sleeping conditions and some and a lot of the times too we'll get these parents who are co-sleeping and they'll admit to like yeah i smoked pot i drank i whatever so i i don't know everybody i work with is very like we're just like do not co-sleep we're all very like super safe like my one and a half year old mm-hmm. is in a sleep sack and yeah yeah so we're all kind of a little super paranoid about infants oh, I, yeah yeah which i think no. would be a normal for any parent yeah we're all like oh my gosh they have a cold they're gonna die we need to call 911 we all kind of like have that thing going on mm-hmm. um oh god i would go check on my kid in the in the like i mean hourly you know yeah it's and then when you have like a kid who's random like maybe a two-year-old who randomly like dies in their sleep that freaks people out because you can't control some weird yeah. natural freak incident even though that's i feel like that's really rare so I think as parents, a lot of us do kind of – we're all a little extra conservative with our yes, children. Of course. Um, and, and so when you have somebody that, let's say, like fell asleep with their child and mm-hmm. the child dies, then do you have to report that to – if they, like, admit that to you guys, if they are happy to be in there? Or do you have to report that to that the police or something, or do they know you, that? Right? No. So basically the autopsy – there is no finding. There is no autopsy okay. finding for that. It's basically we do the autopsy to rule out anything else. Okay. And when a baby dies, they're supposed to actually do like a doll reenactment or like like we want to know where was this baby sleeping? How was it found? And sometimes we can tell by like the liver patterns. Like mm-hmm. What's liver? Where the blood settles. Okay. Like, okay, this baby you was face down even though you said it was on its back. You know? Oh. So we like with babies, we'll try to do those autopsies right away. Uh-huh. And their their autopsies are so much more in depth. Okay. Um, but a lot of the times, they, there are truly some infants that die, and we just don't know why. Wow. That's terrifying. Mm-hmm. It is. It's is really, it is really terrifying. I've thought it many times now. I have two kids, three and a half and one and a half. And the f- how much love you put into them and mm-hmm. how much just energy. And you just think, like, the fact, it feels like such a fucking ripoff. 
if they die at some point, it, I, it'd be fucking devastating. It'd be I can't even imagine. So do you, do you have you cried before? The so I guess when the infants come in, I've gotten used to it. I mean, like nobody yeah. wants to do it, mm-hmm. but we just go through emotions and we do it, whatever. Um, the one time I actually like started to shed a tear was actually it was the woman was pregnant. I had just gotten off oh. maternity leave. Like literally, like the f- one of the first days off maternity leave with my second, oh my God. and the lady was like way pregnant, like gonna have a baby any day, and she just went to sleep and didn't wake up. So that's terrifying because you're like, okay, she wasn't in an it wasn't something, yeah, it was a freak act of your of nature or whatever. And uh, so when we removed the baby, the baby had like you know how a newborn baby you've ever seen them when you pick them up when they're sleeping, they kind of put their arms up to their chest and they kind of squish yes. their and they do this cute little thing. Mm-hmm. And when we took the baby out of the uterus, it had that going like it looked like that and it looked for a second like my baby that I had just dropped off. Oh. And we, me, and the doctor both were just like, okay, okay, like move on, move on. Really? Yeah. But other than that, no, no, I'm not really a crier anyway. Right. So. I can generally turn things off, but that was just, I think it was just so fresh with your hormones and everything. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. What, what, what's the most corpses you've ever seen in one day? Uh, maybe nine. Okay. Yeah. That's a lot. Nine, ten, yeah. I don't know. Was it, was it like a mass murder? Or no, what? sometimes it's just, crash? Every, sometimes just a lot of people die on the same day. Do you day. see a lot of trends like that, would you say? What? Uh, I don't know. People happen to die yeah. in clumps or whatever. Yes. Like, Yeah. Yeah, if we're really slow for a while, we're just like, okay, shit's going to hit the it's, fan. Yeah. And really? it does. Yes. It definitely makes up for it. So you feel emphatically that that's a pattern. Yeah. 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 I mean, like, yeah, like if you're- Do you think if, there's anything to that? I don't know. Yeah. No idea. Maybe like there's like, I always joke that the cooler doesn't like to be empty. Yeah, yeah. And like, the so if we're like pushing calm. a body out and it's yeah. empty, I'm like, it's it needs a body. Like, yeah. Like sometimes when there's one in there, I'm like, don't take it. You're going to jinx the, the yeah. cooler's going to get mad. What were your, your views on death when you- went into the job and have they changed at all um you know? oh I've, i guess i've really struggled with what i believe okay yeah definitely how so like you were christian going in and not or, or i wouldn't person? say i like walked out with a nun habit and whatever sure. but um i guess it i feel like it makes me feel better to think when someone dies like if a loved one of mine dies uh-huh. that i will see them again yes but at the course. same time i'm also very science-minded yeah and I'm like, prove it to me. So it is really, really hard. There's a huge struggle. Yeah. And I come from a family of people. Like my husband is very religious. My uh-huh. family is. And then I go to work where most of the people I work with are not. Right. I would say most people are probably like atheist or just border, like maybe a vague yeah. belief. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Because it's a lot of science-minded people, mm-hmm. which you'll notice they'll tend to be. Yeah. When you're right. dead, you're dead. Ask a lot of questions, right. yeah. Yeah, and I mean, if you were super, super religious and you were constantly around death, I mean, I think it would really drag you down i would yeah. yeah i mean i would think so just the ability to compartmentalize I, I would i mean have you ever been home like a husband made you dinner that night and you start to take the first spoonful up and then you're just like oh that looks a lot like something from work today and just i yeah. don't know, like yeah like go home rest? and have rice after no I just, yeah. I just keep eating it whatever do you really oh yeah the first autopsy i did we had taco salad afterwards at the <laughs> And the doctor's like, you're eating. She's like, I can't believe you're eating right now. I'm like, it's taco salad. You don't miss out on Taco That's Tuesday. For sure. I want taco salad right, now. Yeah. I'm like, Taco Tuesday is, yeah. I don't care how gross that is. It's I taco. Yeah. It doesn't matter how how many. Or or like you get somebody who's died. been burned. Taco Tuesday. It always happens when you have a burned body that you go home and your husband grills. So Sure. Yeah. And it, 
uh, the smell of of uh, burnt hair and burnt body is that truly as bad as everyone says? Oh, it smells a lot like barbecue. Oh, really? Yeah, sure. Kentucky barbecue. I mean, it smells like burnt meat. I mean, really? Okay. I mean, it depends. Like sometimes, if they're burned, if it depends on how badly they're burned. If they're burned to the point where, like maybe their like bowels well. are busting out, then you're gonna smell like you know bowels and stuff. But also yeah. like that underlying burnt meat smell. Um, sometimes if people are just like. Sometimes if, if they're in a car accident and they're burnt and they have, like, gas or oil on them, that might overpower it. Yeah. But, I mean, it really does smell like, like burnt burnt meat. Yeah. This Did, is, oh. Do you ever – and, like, when you say it kind of smells like burnt meat, is there anything that, like, ever has triggered you to think, like, so you smell like a burnt meat? And you're like, I think I kind of want to have a steak today for dinner. Yeah. Like, is there we're, yeah, we're gross like that. Yeah. Are you serious? Oh, sure. Like, Hold on, you're being dead serious. You go like, God, now I'm fucking hungry for steak. Anybody else want? Are you serious? <laughs> Jesus, I could get a sirloin after this guy. <laughs> he smells delicious. Going down to Texas Roadhouse. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, like guys? the the psoas muscle in our body kind of reminds me of like a tenderloin. The what muscle? The psoas muscle. Where's, Where's that? that? In so if you were to take everything out, all yeah. all your stomach organs and all your balls, there's two muscles. Like I think in the deer they call it strap. Yep. Oh, okay. Yep. There you go. I know that. There you go. Okay. Uh, so you see that, and you're just so like, like I. Let's go. This is really bizarre, but I've always thought if I had to like eat a person, I'd go for the psoas muscle. Really? Sure. I thought you'd say butt. I thought everyone says no. Butt. I don't. I don't know. I guess no. I don't want to touch. I mean, not butt. the not the actual hole. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hard to eat a hole. But uh, this is a, a, a sort of, of an odd question. But has anyone ever died from having um, crap stuck in their um, anus? Like a guy was trying to take a shit and then it got stuck. Oh yeah, in there. no, no, we had a we had a guy who he was really constipated. Yeah, yeah, like pounds and pounds. Yeah, we had someone. We pounds? had a shit vomit. I thing. think it was pounds. Yeah, yeah. I spent a lot of time with old people. Yeah, I worked in assisted living, nursing, whatever. They're all obsessed with their bowel movements, and I never understood it. Mm-hmm. Wait until you can't get a shit out of your. Ass. I had to like have a get pregnant and then realize when it moves mm-hmm. all your organs around and you're screwed up. I'm like, oh my god, now I know why they're obsessed. Yeah, absolutely. They are. They are so obsessed. Mm-hmm. And then, like, they have dementia, and they think, like, they'll be like, I haven't pooped in days. I'm like, no, you just pooped. And they would try to, like, dig it out. It was bad. Have you ever seen um, someone who you've been attracted to? No. (laughs) Not not at all? Like, you've never seen a guy where you go, like, look at that chiseled face and that, I don't know. I guess people, when they're dead, don't look that good. Okay. Um, I mean, sometimes you look at their driver's license and go, oh, well, when they were alive, they were attractive. But the dead people just look, they look dead. I don't know. Really? You've never yeah. seen someone's body where you're like, whoa, what a ripped body this guy's got. Rarely ever. Really? Cause no, I feel die. like everybody, no, yeah, they don't die. Yeah. Um, our clientele is usually like overweight and eat a lot of corn. So Yeah, yeah. person actually admitted to hitting the baby's head on the wall. Oh my fucking oh. God. But like if you know it's going to be something suspicious, you maybe come in at a different angle. Yeah. You yeah. Know? Um, but we were just like, oh, it's another overlay because it's just so common. Hit its head into the wall. That's like unnecessary. Yeah, for a long it's... time, I didn't see baby. Like I, I felt like for the first few years I worked in this business, I didn't see baby homicides, and lately I've seen more. Really? And I don't know if it's just because more population, mm-hmm. whatever. What do, in your case, morgue workers know that regular people don't? Um, I would say alcohol. Yeah. It kills so many people in so yeah. many different ways. So it's either they're drunk and they make bad decisions, mm-hmm. they're drank so much that they're dead, or they're they're just chronic alcoholics. Mm-hmm. And those are the saddest because you see these people's like homes, 
So, I mean, I see the scene photos. I see the photos from the scene. I read the report. So, I'm actually one of the few people, not a lot of people who do my job would know the whole story. Um, I actually, because I can go between the two, I can work in all areas of where I work. You see all these things, and they're just these people who are living in these filthy homes, peeing in bottles, Kharkov bottles everywhere, stacked up everywhere. And you wouldn't think that would be common, and it's so common. Really? It's so con- – yeah. Like, it's to the point where you read another alcoholic. You're like, oh, another alcoholic. Like One of those guys who used to work uh, – And their liberals will be, like, orange, like that color orange on the wall. Wow. Uh, one of the guys who used to work for my dad in the warehouse, uh, he would piss into a liter – he rented one of the other coworkers' house, and when he moved out, the whole – the whole room was lined with two liter bottles of Mountain Dew that were filled with piss, like on the ground. And he also got a tax return that he'd share with his uh, semi-retarded son, who's uh, nine years old. Like he, he has no money hardly, and he'd split two thousand dollar tax return, and they'd buy candy and piss in two liter bottles. You wouldn't believe how many people, like like maybe from the outside they seem okay, and then in their homes. That would be awesome. I think to sort of see that. So do you do you view? You must view people very differently in certain ways or not. Like, I mean, do you view people at the level of suspicion then sort of or not? Like, yeah, everything looks good in there, but I'm skeptical about everything. Yeah, yeah. Believe you me, there's a pile of uh, two liter bottles of piss in that guy's house. Oh, yeah. You drive by some house in the country. Like, I bet you they're hoarders or something. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. What do you do? You have any view of suicides differently? Like when suicides come in, do you? I don't know. Um. I've heard other people say that they'll, like, resent them more, kind of. Um, so I had two friends who mm-hmm. committed suicide mm-hmm. uh, when I was very young. And, I, yeah, I was mad at them. Yeah. I'm like, like what did, whatever. Um, I guess a, there are definitely, obviously, some people who will take their lives, and we don't ever really know why. It mm-hmm. doesn't appear from what we can see from, you know, invested, getting their medical records, talking to families – there was anything wrong but normally it's uh mostly males mm-hmm. um a lot of the times they are f- in like financial troubles mm-hmm. or like it's like a their wife or girlfriend or something somebody left them yeah and a lot of the times i'm like it's kind of like sad it's like you could have overcame this mm-hmm. it's especially sad when you have like a young person who yeah. like C- kills themselves because like their girlfriend broke up with them. Yeah, you're know, like, oh my gosh, if you would have waited two weeks, me off. yeah, yeah, you would have been, you probably would have been this fine. Means nothing. But this every once in a while, you get some me. people though whose their stories are so, I mean, like they're so terrible that you're like, I think I would have checked out as well. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. So, let's say you do the autopsy; mm-hmm. it's a case closed, but where you're going, like, mm, no, something doesn't sit well with me. I think something happened, but where like you have to let it go. Well, like for me, I'm just I'm not like the pathologist, so I'm not signing right. a death certificate. Right. But yeah, that has happened. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone that like, what was the circumstance? Uh, you know, vaguely. it was one where the the doctor was like, "This is a homicide," and they're like, "Yeah, we don't think so." Really? Yeah. So where whereas you guys, okay, so the actual the people who did the autopsy goes, "This is a homicide," and police go, "Nah." nah. I think it was just one of those things where they're. This person was not like a well liked like, person. Yeah, this guy's a piece of shit. We're not even gonna. Yeah, maybe yeah. like living in the boonies and people yeah. were like, eh, yeah, maybe you're just like, you know, they kind of had their Whatever own explanation the for it. Yeah. the. And the person was like very, very, very decomposed. So maybe they're just like, eh, yeah, maybe they just don't know what they're talking about or 
if someone comes in as a suspect of like a police death, like if police killed them, yeah, do police are they allowed in the autopsy room? Different, different police. Okay. So like, no, not the people who did it. Mm-hmm. Um, but like another investigating agency, because obviously they can't investigate themselves. Right. It would be right. a, a higher up. Yeah. Agency. Oh yeah. Does that feel loaded for you guys, kind of? Because I'd imagine you you interact with the police fairly regularly. Yeah. yeah sure. Right. So, I'm sure you feel you have friends and all that stuff. So when it's, when you're investigating something that can reflect poorly on their group, does that feel like pressure? Honestly, out of all of the ones I've seen, I so I have never been involved or seen one that we've dealt with mm-hmm. where it would be um, like on the news and there's yeah like. Uh, a backlash if that makes sense yes these are all people who like every single time they've pulled a gun they're usually on yeah. drugs they're like like never they, a controversial one. yes and nobody it's pretty much just everybody going through the motions okay and the only people who sometimes are mad is maybe the families okay but so. everybody else is kind of like well they like it's like on video like they you know they've always it's like they're fleeing from the cops in their car and they get out and they shoot and right they get shot so, so then how about um celebrity deaths uh, uh-huh. We talked a little bit about obviously can't say who or anything like that, but have you seen celebrities before? Have you? Very rarely. Very rarely. Very rarely. Okay. Have you seen more than one? Um. So one big one, and then one where I heard he was a football player, but I don't follow sports, so I, okay. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> it was like a retired football player that maybe somebody would care about, but I yeah yeah didn't give two shits about it. So. Yeah, and then the one who is really famous. Um, we're talking like icon status. How big are we talking? Very. Uh, like Hall of Fame sports, whatever. Very. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is that weird to see someone famous? Like you, you don't take closer looks at them. We I mean, obviously it was. Before, it, yeah. Uh, yeah, obviously it was weird. But I said to him, like, if this person would have come in mm-hmm. and no one would have said who he was, I don't think I would have batted an eye. Right. It would have been same old, same old. So weird to put yourself. You, you in a sense, are at the center of a very big story, mm-hmm. right? When when someone dies, were, were you, you know, in that situation? Um, I don't know. Is there any feeling with that along? I don't know. When you see it on the news afterward, kind of go, huh, yeah, like I'm yeah, one, like I'm the one yeah. who found that info, or you know, or whatever. Um, well, so as a as like the tech, I'm kind of like I I because I was there during that autopsy, just to keep things consistent. I was the one. Well, and, and I was the one who did all the kind of like handled any kind of toxicology or whatever. Yeah. Because they tried to keep it so that not as many people were involved. Uh huh. And so, yeah, the news would report things. And at first, they reported things wrong. And you're like, okay, you know, it's wrong. But then I think there was somebody, I don't know for sure, but they would start reporting news that it was like, oh, how did this get on the news? But I think someone from the police office was sharing. Really? Yeah. Oh, and now and now I mean everything's public, so yeah. I think everybody knows everything, so right. Was there a lot of like news cameras outside or any like fans? Yes, yes. That were at your facility. Yes. Okay. Yes, there was a shrine. Really? Yes. Wow. Balloons, flowers. Yes. And you it was weird because I'm that... like, this is the morgue. Go somewhere else. Yeah, yeah. How weird. Yeah, you know? it, it was really weird. Yeah. Because I'm just like, why are you here? But at the same time, I was also. Um, really secluded in okay. the morgue they kind of were like just to keep things because because who knows people try to 
go in there and cut a cock off and take it home or something like that. I yeah, mean, like, that's... We, they were pretty much like, okay, pee now because you're in here until everything's yeah. done. Did you guys so. bring in like extra security and stuff like that? Or was there anything? No. no. I don't think, uh, maybe, I don't know. There, oh, there was law enforcement outside the building just in case someone got weird. But Yeah. yeah. Um, any other like sort of just big news deaths? Obviously can't say which ones, but I mean like yeah. center like of maybe the Maybe people kind of were like missing persons. Really? Um, or... There was a recent case where, yeah, some it was a uh, all over the news nationwide, and we did the autopsy. There has been, yeah, things on the news where um, right. people, like, they're missing and then they're found. And maybe we know, like, for example, this. So you heard of the smiley face killer? Yes. Yes, yeah, of course. I'm fascinated with that. It's baloney. Anyway. Is it? Yes. Okay. So people get found in water and everybody thinks they were murdered. Mm-hmm. A lot of the times they're. First of all, there's a lot of water. I mean, it's mm-hmm. not like we're in the Sahara Desert. Yeah, yeah. You know? So there's, and then they're always like college-aged males. So who mm-hmm. who's going to be drinking? Mm-hmm. College-aged males. Yeah. Um, and what do drunk people like to do? Swim? Pee. Oh, uh, that too. Sure. So I will. It's in the water. So listen, so listen to this. Yeah. So I was talking this over with one of the doctors I work with because a lot of times they'll end up having like their pants zipped down or whatever and they're found in the water and I'm just like they went to go pee I guarantee, like I bet you they yeah. did or you're drunk and you stu- you get lost you stumble into things their blood alcohol levels are always through the roof they never mm-hmm. have any trauma um, or they're on some other drug yeah yeah they're like so high on meth like mm-hmm. but of course the news doesn't report that the family has a picture of them in their cap and gown and like they're, they're the best yeah. kids ever and then you get there you find out they're arrested all the time for meth use or they're raging alcoholics or they've done this before so there's a ton of backstory that the news yeah. doesn't report. So everybody's like, oh, it's, they were murdered. Like, how did how do all these college students and these nice, happy boys end up in the water? Yeah. There's always so much more of the story the news doesn't report. Yeah, okay. And, like, I was telling the story to my boss. I go, I will never forget when I was about 20, my husband, um, at the time my boyfriend, was leaving the bar. And it was on the phone with me, wasted. Till I don't know why he called me. And he was walking down an embankment, him and his friend, to the river to pee. And they tripped and fell and almost, like, on the phone with me, almost fell in the river. And I'm just like, every time, I'm like, I guarantee you they were going pee. Her husband's a smiley face killer. He is. You just fucking laid out and out. Yeah, I get mm-hmm. it. I get your game. Um, have you ever been contacted by media before? You know, trying to get. Yes. And actually, we've tried to skirt that. Yeah. Like, we we, tr- we have a person they have to go through now. Okay. But when I first started, I they mean, just even on call. the side for leaked info nope. and stuff like that. No. Really? No, I'm. Been really I, respectful. Oh, no, but not me, though. Okay. Like, I'm kind of, I'm so behind the scenes. No you one knows me. They know like, who I am. Like, truthfully. But they don't, yeah, nobody knows who I am. Have you ever had to, how about fired coworkers? Ever had to f- have someone fired? Because, like, we just don't like how this dude is around corpses or, or like, the, um, the jokes they make or anything like maybe that. Maybe because they put stuff on social media. R- or they just really? suck as people. But, right. Um, or, like, they don't come to work on time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, normal. But, yeah, there's been people who have posted things on social like media. Like a selfie with a dead body or something No, like more like, like, say there's a news story. And oh, they post, okay. oh, I did this autopsy. It was really sad. Like, no, you don't. Right. No. Mm-hmm. It, are, are there laws around that? Or is it just, like, your no. like HIPAA and policy? Or... I think it's more like that looks bad. Yeah. Of course. Don't. Yeah. What's the, um, I guess this is, and I don't want this to be, I don't know, too heavy for you or anything like mm-hmm. that, but. What's the biggest pair of tits that you've ever seen? Like out to here? Well, or when here? you're dead, they f- they flop. No way. Oh, yeah. They, f- they go, 
they flop to the sides. What's the most I've ever flopped to the sides? Well, like the, you get like a really large big woman who they kind of like flop and hit like the some table. Wings. Like yeah. we're talking like a full on like a award winning pumpkin. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. Do you ever just like push them back up? No, they're in the way. Because we well, think about it. You so when I make incision, it goes mm-hmm. from your shoulder to your like the Y cut between your mm-hmm. boobs, pretty much. And then back up. And so if you have somebody with big, giant, pendulous boobs, they're, they're in the way. Mm-hmm. They're really annoying. The very first time I ever had someone with breast implants, I didn't know what they were. Yeah. And I accidentally cut into the breast implant. And yeah. this gel just went everywhere, and it stuck to my hand, everything. I thought the doctor was going to kill me. But I had, they're like, are you dumb? You couldn't tell those were breast implants. But I'm right. like, I, I'd never seen them before. Okay, how about this? Are you more apt to look at a woman's body then, sort of? Like, you know, guys, you, you said you haven't really seen if someone's really stacked, but... You ever see a woman's body and go like, wow, she was fucking hot? No. No? Like, I feel like maybe. Have you ever seen someone who's particularly beautiful who comes in where, like, you hear other people comment? No. I mean, I guess we, I I really feel like maybe we might go, oh, that, you know, she was a pretty girl for a heroin addict or whatever. Or, like, as moms, a lot, sometimes they might comment, like, damn, she had no stretch marks and she had kids or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But, like. I don't feel like it's a lot of like objectifying anybody at all. It's okay. maybe making an observation. Like, yeah, yeah, well, I mean, nice people. Like, I mean, I think we are the, nice people. Like the stretch mark. I think that is the kind of comments that I mean. Just it doesn't have to be malicious or whatever. Just yeah. those kind of comments or you know observations. I mean, like one observation. I I can't believe how many people don't cut their freaking toenails. Oh yeah. Oh, you'll have people like look completely normal. You take their socks off and you're like gonna puke because their toenails are so long and gross. Like a Frito, like a big yeah. Frito scoop. Yeah, there's a lot of people there with gnarly toenails out out there. I cannot even. How about last thing? Just really quick, we'll get you out of here. How t- can you talk us through an autopsy? Like you started talking about making oh. the cut and peeling. Mm-hmm. Can you take us through the entire process? Well, that's kind of towards the end usually. Okay. So like typically, let's take it from the top. Yeah, you're gonna make the Y incision. Mm-hmm. So shoulder. From shoulder down to the so in the between. scalpel and you press it in. Yes, pretty hardly, pretty, pretty hard. Sorry, that's okay. not a word. Um, not and then hardly. two, like we're gonna go as far as we can, pretty much to like the pubic bone. And when you press it into the shoulder, for instance, uh-huh. do you press until you hit the bone essentially and drag it across bone as you go to the sternum? You want to. I mean, you don't want to go so far that you're um, hey. like. You're not, you're not going to press so hard it's crazy because you, you kind of you never marks know. marks in the bone, for instance? Well, I know there's some doctors who have said don't do that in case there's something going on. Um, but if you don't press hard enough, there's kind of like at one point you learn the pressure you need. Because if you are too light, it's going to take you 100 years. You're going to be sitting here making tiny And then little, you'll hack them up, right? Like well, kind of trying to go back in it. and. You're, it's, yeah, you're going to make make everything hard it's going to take too long so yeah you're going to just press sort of hard but especially here mm-hmm. it's really hard to learn where you how hard you want to press because you really don't know from looking on the outside of people are they going to have the a lot of fat i mean if they're really skinny it's obvious you're going to yeah. have to press a little lighter but some people will carry their fat right under their skin and some people will carry it more internally like surrounding their organs and really? so the last thing you want to do is go too far, nick a ball, and have poop go everywhere. Yeah. And it happens all the time. I mean, then you've got poop everywhere. Right. Same as gutting a deer. <laughs> what yeah. what um, what color? Is uh, fat really yellow? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. And yeah. then how thick is the flesh layer typically? Not very. Okay. I mean, it's Like, not I mean, very... a quarter inch or eighth of an inch? I mean, I, f- I don't know. I don't Like, maybe co- this coaster? Is that? Okay. That th- I don't okay, feel like it's that. that? Like an eighth of an inch or less. Some people, again, have thicker skin. Some people yeah. have really thin skin. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. And some people, it's some people, it's like you feel like no matter what you do, you're just tearing and. Really? Yeah. Just Especially like the, old people. Sure. Two healthy 25-year-old yeah. women. Like, let's say basically the same thing, but just that some people genetically are held together a lot better, even though their muscle tone might be the same and everything like that. Um. So I will say uh, I, I've noticed skin is thicker when you have more melanin. So. Okay. Black people have, have thicker skin? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or like... You fuckers <laughs> or like uh just like i like even somebody who's like mexican i feel like it's usually just a little thicker okay and it's just an observation yeah I mean, makes no, sense of course people are more sensitive where yeah what's what's the story that you tell people like your friends or whatever when you're around a table and you tell a story about your job when you're all drinking and it's 2 a.m kind of depends on what's happened that day one thing that people sometimes even though people are when they're decomposed they smell Sometimes just really bad hygiene is worse. Yeah? Yeah, we had one girl who, the, her last text message that she sent to someone was about having a yeast infection. <laughs> and you could smell it. Oh. It. And she obviously did not bathe regularly. Like, she's, it was like the worst BO ever. She was, um, her hair had a lot of dandruff, a lot of scalp. I mean, it was just like this person had no hygiene. And I'm like, I would have taken maggots. Have you ever seen any, like, um anomalies as far as like how their teeth look where it's like god this guy looks like a a wolfhound or uh, whatever a, a dracula this is a dracula mm-hmm. really yeah yeah people have weird things going on like legitimately though where you go like this is fucking creepy come over here take a look at this this guy's a dracula um there was one recently where the person had a really weird like i can't remember if it was an overbite or an underbite where they were like yeah come look at his x-rays and I was just like, okay, like that's boring. But they were really excited about it. Like I think it was like a giant overbite or something. Okay. I can't remember. Joey Vincent from the great Filter Free America podcast yeah. uh, writes in a few questions he's got. Uh-huh. Um, any any unexplained conditions found during an autopsy? Weird organ anomalies, weird or unidentifiable foreign objects in a body. I guess. Um, I mean, like, I found like this guy's got and- two hearts. Not two hearts. I haven't really seen a lot of those. There was somebody who, it happened once and I wasn't on that day, but I heard about it and I was upset. They had the, um, all their organs were like reversed. Like, really? so everything Inside that should out. be on this side was on this side. Like I, it has a name and I'm, it's escaping me. Wow. Um, people's like, well, sometimes they're just born without kidneys or. Yeah. That's always fun. You're like, did I give you the kidney? And they're like, no. And I'm like, where's their kidney? And then I get really confused. One of my dad's like, buddies' friend, uh, born with two vaginas. Sweet. No. Yeah. I feel like it'd be the same that. feeling you get when you like crack an egg and there's two yolks inside. Yeah. A little excitement like yeah. that. Like, oh, oh, that yeah. because I have chickens. That happens all the time. Yeah. All the time. Um, and then he said most bizarre cause of death, which I don't think we asked you that. So. Oh my gosh. Most bizarre cause. Good of question, death. Joey. And if you're out there listening to our show, check out Joey's show, Filter Free America. Give me a minute to. Think. Because yeah, I know there's been some weird. Okay. I know there's there's weird things all the time. Um, we tend to not because it's mostly forensic. We tend to see the, like the homicides, accidents. So like sometimes the natural deaths that we get that are unexpected are mm-hmm. probably the coolest. So like we'll have we have this person who the it wasn't like we weren't the medical examiner of this county. They but this the coroner was requesting one. So they're like everybody was convinced she was a drug addict. Mm-hmm. And we're going into it like, oh, she's on drugs. So we open her up, and I'm like, what is this? And there was just pus everywhere. Like, and pus is really gross. 
So yeah. like all of her organs are riddled. Like actually after we start like opening things up and looking around, she was just riddled in cancer and infection. And it was just, oh, just over the top. And so we're like this woman somehow for whatever reason got no treatment and was just covered in like cancerous tumors and pus and gro other gross things. So it's that for us is kind of interesting because we yeah. don't see a lot of that. Or like when you have somebody who is like, you know, does happen to have a brain tumor because mm -hmm. most of these things are diagnosed. They go to the doctor. Like they never come through us because yeah, they mm -hmm. go on hospice or they yeah. die in a hospital or something like that. So it's pretty much these people who don't get medical treatment. They don't, they just let themselves go. And then yeah. you find this like really cool natural story. Oh, bizarre things. How about ever something that looks suspicious and then it ends up oh he just stepped on a rake and that hit him in the face and then he oh, was yeah. ever jumping up and down oh yeah foot. no that happens sometimes too or we can't explain something um where i'm trying to think of there was one that we kind of bring up all the time where this guy was i think he was was he found dead in his bed or something and he had just taken a shower and he was all clean and it kind of came in as maybe like a younger guy who was dead in bed and they kind of started I think we, we might have x-rayed him and saw there was something in him and then looked closer and there was a tiny hole, but there was like no blood coming out. And then, so someone went back and looked around the house and they like here he had, for whatever reason, on, on not on, we don't know if it was on purpose, on accident, shot himself with a nail gun. Wow. And he had like somehow managed to like do all these things, like take his clothes off, he wash them. He took a shower because of the blood coming. Oh my God. Yeah. And I don't, we were like, we're, that one was completely like, I don't, I don't know what the doctor ended up signing it out as, maybe like for manner, I'm thinking. But yeah, that's one that people kind of talk about. Was that one that bothered you kind of afterward? Like something might have happened or? No, it's just more like, we, I guess they didn't know if he did it on purpose or if he did it on accident. And kind of like if you shot yourself with a nail gun, why wouldn't you call 911? Yeah. Did it, like, you I'll know what I mean? I'll tell you why. Because of embarrassment. I almost cut my thumb off with an accident. I was so embarrassed. And I went out and I had my hand wrapped with a whole bunch of uh -huh. paper towels. It's turning red, like it looked like a torch. And I remember I walked outside because I was going to go to my car to go to the emergency room. My neighbor comes out. He goes, hey, Gabe, are, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, I'm fine. And I said, I guess cut my hand. I got to go to the hospital. And he goes, do you want to ride? And I'm like, no, no, I got it. And he goes, you sure? And I, I mean, it was just like the embarrassment is just like strong. I yeah, I guess. That. And a lot of times, too, when people are, again, when there's underlying alcohol use. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're just like, eh. Whatever. There's a giant hole in my neck. I'm just gonna sit down and I'm put living a towel now. on it. You know. Yeah. Are there deaths that the office just always talks about, or that like people who make a real impression on you guys? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it's mostly like the story, the backstory yeah. behind the person. Um, sometimes it's just really like sometimes when the investigators are out at scenes and they like interview family members. Sometimes they just say some really funny shit. People say some crazy things. There's like people who will. Um, look like little old ladies who have like sex dungeons. Wow. Oh yeah. And then, or die, men die all the time while either masturbating, having sex, or using, utilizing some sex dungeon type thing. Like all yeah. the time, all the time. Yeah, people say you'd like to go out that way. It's like, I, I don't know. I mean, jacking up. Yeah, there sure. there are some, def they all tend to involve, like, I feel like sometimes the weird, like, sex things. Mm -hmm. How about autoerotic uh, Yeah, that happens. Totally happens. I mean, I know it happens. Yeah. I have a relative who it happened to. And I got to say, this is my advice for anyone out there who does autoerotic asphyxiation. When the lights are going dark and there's mm -hmm. that moment where you realize, like, I don't think I'm going to get out of this, uh -huh. put your dick away. 
That yeah. should be the last. Just put your put your cock away. That way they'll just go, oh, he was. Uh, I just always feel really bad for the family members who find them because normally they don't. I feel bad for the guy who died. Peer, well, I feel so. I feel bad. Obviously, they're dead. What are you mm-hmm. gonna do? But the family members who find them usually. And they're normally not like. If it's your dad or something. Like they that. normally they're doing something weird too. Like they're wearing something odd or like it's. So they come in wearing the costume oh, to you. Yeah, yeah. That's okay. Always, that's always fun. That's always a good time. Yeah. Yeah. What kind of uh, anything comedy wise that was particularly funny? I don't know or incongruous. Um, someone like in a purple like baby onesie type thing. That was fun. Oh that fuck fun. that person! Jesus Christ, that's. Cr- fucking creepy it does happen quite a bit where you're undressing a dude who looks completely normal and he's got women's underwear on and yeah it's just amusing you know it just it's is a, it's, it's, a, no it's just judgment. a nice little surprise yeah. for your day you know you just take them off and put them in the bag you yeah know, whatever uh joe bremer asks in that setting have you ever had a corpse so foul that you uh, that you couldn't continue i have to do i want to stop yes um this time of year there are some really bad ones Okay. Like when you get to the point where you're like you start literally, yeah, you like you're starting to turn to like goo, you get green, you get fat, you get bloated. Um, the smell gets like this weird, it's like almost like you can f- touch the smell, it's so thick and it sticks to you. And so, like, you'll even just walk in the cooler and walk out and you can smell it on your hair. So, it's this time of year when people get hot and they get like their fat starts liquefying and they get greasy. Okay. That smell is really, really bad. And there's really nothing you can do about it except for just take a shower when you're done. Did I keep spare socks, bras, underwear all at work so I can wash them if I need to. Do you ever um, do you ever come home, husband goes in to give you a kiss and goes, ooh. No, we have a shower. Okay. Well, I figure, but just walking in the door, I'm saying. Or you have a shower at the office? Work, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because that would be the worst. If you, like, now you're sitting in your car, driving home, and your car smells like that, yeah, screw that. Yeah, and the smell does. I mean, it does get kind of stuck in your nose. Especially like you will. bed bugs. You said there's bed bugs, too, those things. Well, sometimes have, yeah, like, people will be warned, well, this person has bed bugs. And I'm like, no, that's like, or, or like lice. I'm like, no, no. I'll do maggots. You can rinse them off and squish them, but I don't like those little bugs you can't see, and I don't want to take them home. No. Right. No. Um, let's see. Derek Myers asks, What's the worst smelling part of an autopsy? A lot of smell stuff. Um, I think you just sort of said that. I don't like vomit. Okay. So I, yeah, people do vomit all the time, especially when they're intubated and it makes gastric comments, contents come out. Um, the smell of vomit is really, really gross. And I think that's, nobody likes that smell. Um, do People do poop. It sucks when people are covered in poop. Yeah. Um, we just had someone recently who was, yeah, for what, two days in a row I had got stuck with people covered in poop. Yeah. I don't know, people like are dying, they poop and they, for whatever reason, it's like they just like angel wings in it. It's yeah, so yeah. weird. It's so weird. <laughs> uh, I don't know if we finished the autopsy thing, but the cut mm-hmm. through the flesh, mm-hmm. then what? Yeah. Um, so yeah, you're going to reflect that back mm-hmm. so you can see the rib cage. And then actually what we use is just a pair of hedge clippers to clip the um, the ribs away. Okay. Mm-hmm. So pulling the actual flesh back, is yeah. it just like the head where it's very hard mm-hmm. to pull? You use a, you kind of just take your right, scalpel yeah, and the... kind of cut it away as sure. you pull away. Yeah. yeah. No, it doesn't just like peel. It's okay. not like super easy like that. Could you peel it? Like if you're, no. 
No, nah, right. there's a lot more muscle and so fat. You and... see, you're left to see muscle and or no, are you just left to see mm-hmm. clean rib cage? Well, there'll be muscle and tissue there, and okay. it also depends like how fat is this person and how muscular they are. Mm-hmm. Someone's really muscular, even sometimes men who are not like maybe outwardly muscular will still have a lot of muscle. Like me. Yeah, mm-hmm. tons of muscle. Yeah, and uh, yeah, so you're gonna kind of try to rem- the more you can leave behind. Yep, it's easier for me anyway. So then when you, you said you cut a hedge clipper, what do you cut? Like the, the actual, rib cage like, rib off, cage? yeah. The rib cage? Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. I would really, I would think that uh, you'd have something more powerful than that. You can use the bone saw, but okay. know, we like the hedge clippers. Bone saw throws a lot of the little fragments, right? Well, then you got to start the bone saw. And yeah, just the hedge clipper yeah. easier. Okay. Okay, so you pull the lid off, and then you just start taking out each organ and inventorying it? Yes, normally. Um, I do work with someone who does, like, everything all together in one giant block. So that, like, literally everything here to here comes out in one... Really? ...cute little package that she likes to just take to her little table and cut away. How do you, how do, you do that? It's, well, it's, uh, it's called a Rokotansky, actually. It has a name. Um, so I should say for the listeners, what she was doing is she was holding her hands, like, to her the bottom of her neck to her abdomen to yeah. the to the so intestines the only thing to that take the intestines with? she actually will take so what we'll do is we'll actually take those out separately cuz okay. she, she likes to just kind of like touch them feel them make sure there's nothing in them mm-hmm. and then you get rid of them cuz otherwise you're going to poop and stuff everywhere mm-hmm. they're normally intestines luckily are normally not a big part of an autopsy unless something's going on do you actually like go through and like take your fingers where you squeeze it and like run through the entire it's, yeah it's autopsy? called running the ball really yes and how intestines like a mile long? Yeah. Yeah. I don't do it. Right. The doctors do it. I don't want to be near when they do it because it's terribly smelly. It's terribly smelly. Because I was you're just squeezing all that poop and I do, it's see just, a bunch of like uh, steely marbles come out and shit like that. Sometimes they do it if they're looking for um, if maybe they're suspecting drug mule something not really a drug mule mm. but um, maybe if the person's taking a lot of pills or looking for any debris in there mm-hmm. or if there's like some kind of natural thing they're looking for maybe the person's had a GI bleed and they're looking for the source the spot mm-hmm. it just depends kind of it's not really something some people do it every time some people just kind of visualize it quickly and take it out quickly and get rid of it because it's just a bunch of poop usually so then she takes the big block that's mm-hmm. called a what the, well the, the procedure is called a Rokotansky okay Rokotansky yeah I don't know. It's boring for me because there okay. I just you just took all my all your fun part. All my time away cuz yeah, most doctors will be like, "Okay, you take the heart out, take the lungs out, and you hand it to them each piece by piece." What do you think about smoking because of that? It's so terrible for you. Yeah. Oh, it's so bad for you. Like, I mean, you see that all the time. Like, you see it's yeah. like the fucking Like the when we get someone with pink lungs, we're like, "Oh my gosh." Really? Yes. Uh, what's the biggest heart you've ever seen? Oh my gosh, sometimes we'll take these hearts out and we're like, "Oh my god, it's a cow heart." Like so your heart Put should be produce, like the yeah. size of your, your fist. like fist. Mm-hmm. Um, Is that accurate, would you say, for most people? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I would think so. I mean, it shouldn't be that much bigger. If right. you're a bigger person, it might be bigger. So sure. it, is, it is in conjunction with your size. But sometimes you get these people who have these ma- massive, I mean, like, I don't know, grapefruit or more. And that's like obviously why they're dead. Right. And that's, you know, uncontrolled hypertension. Yeah. So that happens all actually quite often. Really? Yeah, I will. I don't think people take high blood pressure seriously, and then you know if you're smoking, yeah, that's gonna give you hype. If you're you know obese and do you ever just um, like when you're waiting for the uh, me to do something, do you ever just kind of plunge your hands into the corpse and just kind of do the 
just kind of squeeze them around? No, but I will say I do enjoy. It's very therapeutic to um, pick pellets out of brains. Pick pellets out of brains? Yeah, like shotgun pellets. Wow. You just find these little tiny balls and you just pick them out. Gnarly. What do you, yeah, what do you do with brains? So, okay, so you just did the corpse yeah. or you just did the torso. Yeah. Then what? Then we then you go to the head. Then you go to the head. Yeah. You cap it like go ahead and take us through that again just so we can edit it just in case but yeah <laughs> so okay you cut ear yeah the top of your middle of your head to ear flip the your basically your top part to your forehead to your eyebrows and then the back kind of all the way back and then you take the bone saw and you're going to cut around a halo yeah and then we do put a little notch in there so we can orientate the skull cap back on their head for when we're done oh so it doesn't wow. just like roll off or whatever yeah and How thick is the skull bone? It depends. Some people, it's so thick, like, you get an arm workout. Like, you're like, oh, my gosh, my saw isn't powerful enough. And really? some people, it's so thin. Like, it's so thin. You're just like, and it, like, you're startled because it's so thin. And the, wow. It's, like, paper thin. Is the thickest one you've seen? Like, I guess I'm I, – Oh, probably, like, like, I mean – you. She is holding her fingers, like, an inch and a half apart. Are you serious? Yeah. Some people, I'm like, how did – they have the thick like he'd be unkillable yeah right but usually it's like the person you don't expect like some little old lady or something really really weird where it's just so thick and there actually is a condition i can't remember what it is what it's called because i'm again not a Fucking doctor bonehead but well, like the bone will actually just get super thick like especially unbelievable here. yeah huh and it's usually it, like there's no uh trend you've seen with that where it's no that's okay. completely like i can't I mean, honestly, you, the first time you see that, you must be like, what? I must be doing something wrong because oh, I yeah. just keep you're getting like, bone. You're like, this saw must be bad. Yeah. And then you end up going, so we have something called like a skull key. So it's just like a T with a sharp pointy end. Okay. And you like try to take that in the whatever notches you've made with a little mallet and just try to kind of mallet it open. This is the first part that got me squeamish right there. <laughs> or like not really squeamish, but a little where you're like, that's... I can feel that. Or the bone on bone. I don't know. That's gross. I, I hate when it's too thick because it, I don't know, I guess I, I like to do it, I like to get it done with fast. I'm. Yeah. I just kind of I'm, do everything really kind of fast. Okay. So when you have to take this extra time. Seems like something you should rush. <laughs> <laughs> like, I got shit to do today. Yeah, yeah. Um, But yeah, when I have to get out extra tools and, t- you know, I'm just like. But, yeah, and yeah. then you pull the brain. So yeah, we take the brain out. How yeah. does it detach out of there? Because you have this brain stem. Yeah, you can use. I prefer to use my scalpel, but we do have a really long scissors that has a curve at the end. Yeah. And you, you know, kind of. Well, first you've got a. I bet that's of, a meaty cut, huh? Like a, I don't know, sinewy, meaty kind of. No, the brain is really soft and. I know the brain is, but I thought with a stem where it comes out of the. Uh, no. It's a little bit more. I mean, it also depends too. Hung has someone been dead? Yeah. So people yeah. who have been dead a long time, I mean, like you're using the saw and their brains are leaking out of the holes. Yeah. So I hate decomposed brains. They smell terrible. Yeah. And they're like, it's like a sticky, weird, like it doesn't, like you get it on stuff and it like doesn't want to come off. How about how brain looks? Is it super consistent, like person to person? Or sometimes you go, what a beautiful brain this guy Sometimes, had. yeah. Yeah? Yeah, because you can tell, I can always tell when someone's an alcoholic because they, their brains start to atrophy. Wow. So you're very uh, like I mean that must fuck with how you live a little bit right or change to some. I'm degree. I'm really I'm at a point where I'm really sick of alcohol. Yeah, and it, it's just drives me. I grew up. 
mm-hmm. around that environment. And I just sometimes I'll pull up, and it, this sounds weird, but I'll pull up these atrophied brains where they tend to get this, like, it looks like a clear jello layer over. Mm-hmm. It's just because everything's getting smaller. And I just think of, oh, this is what my dad's brain looks yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And then sometimes, too, I've had this happen where I've pulled a brain out and I've been like, this brain is huge. And the doctor's like, no, you're just being weird. And then we wait and we're like, oh, my God, what was going on here? Like the person had the giantest brain ever. But, yeah, sometimes it just comes out really nicely. What does that usually mean if someone's brain's really big? Like I'm, well, I mean, I'm guessing it's, it's not because they're super intelligent. So the one person we had that I can think of where I was like, this is abnormally huge. Mm-hmm. And she weighed it and she's like, this is the biggest brain ever. No, this person was not intelligent. Does a brain weigh whatever, uh, like three pounds, a pound? Uh, everything goes by like grams. Okay. So I think, you know, I honestly don't pay it. attention to their like when they're weighing their mm-hmm. brains. I don't really pay attention to the gram amount, but I think it's more like a, I'm thinking like a thousand ish okay. grams or whatever. I feel like this person's was like, th- it was just huge. And yeah, she weighed it and she was like, oh my God. Equated this is- to a fruit or whatever, just like a cantaloupe. Yeah. Cantaloupe would be huge, right? Like a really soft cantaloupe. Really? <laughs> yeah. And and are they all really soft? Or yeah. is there a big change in the consistency? No, they're all percent? just very, it's a very fragile organ. Okay. And especially in babies because babies' brains are mostly water-based. Mm-hmm. And as we get older, there is more fat that comes in. But babies' brains are very, very, they're made up a lot of water, basically. Yeah. And they're just so soft. And they easily distort and fall apart, and you have to be really careful. Wow. Is it true that – I mean, I I have a feeling this is a really stupid thing that I'm about to say, but uh-huh. that as you get intelligence that it actually manifests itself on the brain in, like, a fold? Or not – like, oh. I'm not saying it's direct, like, oh, I learned. I think that's something that – I think there's studies about that. But, yeah. I mean, like, we're not looking at people's, you know. But I'm just wondering if you ever notice, like – Boy, this brain's totally smooth. Look at this dunce. If it's really smooth, then we're thinking. So if it's smooth, then we're actually looking at maybe like someone that's consistent with like a drug overdose, actually. Really? Yeah, because it starts to kind of swell. Okay. Mm -hmm. And those folds will disappear. What color is the brain? Like white. Okay. It is like white, And then as it decomposes, it turns gray, like a hideous gray color. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Do you like, I mean, is that your favorite thing to take out or least favorite? Or I think it'd be the um, most fascinating. I think brains are fascinating. When they're decomposed, I hate it. Yeah. If you have to get a, like, if you if, Where do you put it? In a, popcorn in, bowl? Yeah, a popcorn bowl. We have this really cute popcorn bowl from Pampered <laughs> Chef that we yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. I just put it in their scale. Okay. And then they take it to their tray and they cut it up and look for anything in normal. Right. But sometimes when it's decomposed, I mean, like the minute you start sawing, it starts leaking. So then okay. we bring the that that scale they have. You can detach, and we'll just kind of hold it under and try to right. put as much in there. One time we had this guy who was super super decomposed. He was bones, but um, his, and his head was detached because he was just bones. And she, I can't remember if it was a guy or a girl. I honestly don't remember. I'll never forget the other person realizing that there was still brains in, like she could see through the magnum for the the whole I'm trying to like just show yeah, yeah, the yeah. hole like she could see up she's into showing the, her neck or she's pointing to her neck but like yeah like so the skull was detached and you could see the brain there was kind of kind of here still sloshing okay. around in there I'm trying not to use like medical terms just so yeah yeah so nobody can get it and all of a sudden she kind of like tips the takes the skull and just kind of starts tapping it into a cup <laughs> and the brains are just like it reminded me of like you ever see on Facebook how people always like they try to show those fake memes of like how McDonald's chicken nuggets are made yes with the slime 
So she's tapping it into a oh. cup, and it's like slime. But it was the only thing we had, so we were try- we were trying to test for drugs, mm-hmm. and we were actually able to test on this nasty brain slurry. But that that actually was I was like, you're disgusting. I'm leaving. Yeah, like, tapping and seeing the brain just out. That one actually got you. Yeah, I was All like, right. this is gross. Yeah, yeah, that's fucking crazy. Yeah. Thank you so much for doing this. I have a feeling that there's going to be a lot of listener questions that that will be pissed at me that I didn't answer. So don't be surprised if you get a uh, an invite back. <laughs> so for like for real, this is something. There's so many questions. That I'll I bring all that my friends and please. However, we got to shout out someone to thank for this episode. Uh, we can say their first names. Is Kathy. That right? Kathy. And can we say or not? No, no, no we shouldn't. Probably Kathy. say both. Kathy. Well, she's the one who did it all. Okay. Kathy. Well, Kathy, thank you, baby. I really appreciate she's this. The, she's the number one fan. She has, she has delivered us the number one episode. All right. That was our episode. Thank you guys very much for listening. And, um, yeah, check us out. If you have a podcast that you want to record, check out NBC Studios. Just Google it. You'll find us or come to our social media pages. Um if you, let's see, oh, uh, Patreon, YouTube page, check all that stuff out. Thank you very much to our guest, Tina. Thank you to Tevin and Brittany and Jake and everyone else who uh, listens to the show and uh, very excited about going forward. And uh, thanks for, for listening. And uh, come see me at Comedy Corner Underground in Minneapolis this weekend, July 26th and 27th. All right. Now take off, you hosers. Hey, guys. This weekend, come see stand-up comedy from yours truly. Um, I'm going to be at Comedy Corner Underground this Friday, July 26th and 27th at 8 p.m. Oh, it'd be nice to see you. Patrons get in free. Uh, It's going to be an awesome show. I love that venue when it's full. It's a shitty little basement room that I love, and uh, I have good shows there, so please come on out. I would love to see you, or give to the Patreon, and then you can get in for free. All right, and you get a t-shirt then. But not too many of you. I don't want to, that'd be a bad deal for me. Some of you pay for tickets. Um, Go to our social media page, or Google Comedy Corner Underground. If you can't find it, you're too stupid to get my jokes anyway, so uh, go jump in the lake. Yo hoser. Goodbye.